Martellus Bennett knows firsthand why Colin Kaepernick's protest was necessary. Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job, though. And Zeke, probably going to play the entire season. All that and more is coming up right now on Game On. All right, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, J. Ray the Fanatic, for my new CNMI listeners. Half a day in Tijuana. Welcome to the show. Keep in mind, uh, the person you see on the news is not what you're going to get on this podcast. So if you are easily offended, I would suggest you bail out now. (laughs) But otherwise, if you want to hang in there, I promise I'm going to put what might offend some of you at the end of the podcast. Right now, we're just going to get into the Cowboys update um, because we didn't do that last time. I've actually been on the island of Saipan for two official months now. I think this is the only se- only second full podcast um, that we've been able to bring to you during that time. But Timmy B and I have figured out a way to make this work because technically I am a day ahead. So sometimes things are kind of hokey as far as how we can record the show. But I think we have fixed that. Um, we're just going to have to, you know, not do live. I was hell bent on doing it live. That is obviously not going to happen. So Timmy B is going to bring us more football updates, which is great because I'm still in the middle of my NFL boycott, which I'll tell you more about that in a second. But right now let's get into Timmy B and he's going to give us a recap of where we were with Zeke. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you where we are now. So here's Timmy B. Hey, what's up y'all? It's your boy, Timmy B bringing you the latest of the Dallas Cowboys news. Ezekiel Elliott has been suspended for the first six games of the NFL 2017 season. Now, he appealed that, and since this appeal, the news now is that the six-game suspension has been upheld. But the good news is that Ezekiel Elliott will be eligible to play week one of the NFL season, uh, week one against the New York Giants. It was a whole lot of evidence and a whole lot of things that were taken out of of this whole case. Even the investigator that uh, that was going on to uh, to investigate this, she said that she wouldn't even had uh, uh, gave given Ezekiel a suspension or any type of discipline because of the evidence that was presented to her and she wasn't even uh included into this hearing and Ezekiel Elliott is fighting this and his and his campus is fighting this and you know the um the NFLPA which is uh, the arbitrator Harold Henderson you know he was doing all he could to where Ezekiel Elliott you know was was eligible to play week one for everyone else you know um that is looking into this and saying you know well you know he should just you know the the six games should just be upheld it's like well you have to realize this a whole lot of things that were going on into this investigation, it was it was it was not consistent. Uh, Tiffany Thompson, which is um you know the 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 lady in question that the accuser of Ezekiel Elliott, there was no charges filed against him last year about this case. So when the NFL got hold of it, of course you know they didn't look into all the evidence, they didn't look into everything. All they seen was he was accused of a domestic violence case. Now, me, you know, seeing all of this from looking at the inside out, it's like, yo, I mean, from the outside in, you know, I'm, I'm looking at like, yo, she's, you know, she's inconsistent with her case. Ezekiel Elliott, you know, said already, you know, and all his witnesses were saying that there was no type of domestic violence, no type of, you know, scraps or scrapes, you know, on her. And the ones that they did, that she did present, it was from another bar fight. She had 
you know, text messages with her friends and text messages with her, with, uh, with her other, um, with her other witnesses saying that, you know, um, we can blackmail him. You know, I have, I have, you know, uh, sex tapes and everything and like, you know, really trying to, you know, ruin his career. And that's what the NFL had. They had investigations. I mean, not investigations. They had evidence about that thing. And the fact of the matter is, is that the NFL, all had this evidence, but it it wasn't. Of course, I don't know for for some reason it just didn't hold up against this appeal because they wanted to just you know. Of course, uh, Roger Goodell wanted Ezekiel Elliott to just get get railroaded. Like he just wanted Ezekiel Elliott to to get this six game suspension, and 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 everything you know will, will look good. Like okay, I did a good thing. Goodell is you know you know the the good commissioner or whatever. But as you all know, the things that he did in the past about these players, like he didn't like the they they didn't do the investigations well enough. It was not good at all. The fact of the matter is is that you know um, the NFL has to get things right they're inconsistent with their with their uh suspensions and with their rulings because a whole lot of players that have been involved in things you know and they don't get it right but when it comes to a certain player when it comes to a certain stature to a, of a player they just seem to want to railroad them and want to give them a hard suspension you know with all that said you know ezekiel elliott's playing week one dallas cowboys is going to play sunday night september 10th and they're going to play in jerry world and we're going to get the W. And that's all I got to say about that. All right. Thanks, Timmy B. Okay. Don't forget you can follow Timmy B at it's Timmy B. I T Z Timmy B. And you can follow me on all things social media at J Ray the Fanatic. Um, so that's pretty much the rundown of what happened. Now, as of today, first of all, you guys know it was completely asinine for him to be able to play week one anyway. But as of today, it looks like Zeke is going to play the entire season. Um, and once again, Roger Godell looks like a complete buffoon. And for those of you who don't know, Josh Brown is a kicker for, uh, was he's the former kicker for the New York Giants. Um, he had numerous, <laughs> numerous documented domestic violence issues with his wife that the Giants knew about, Roger Godell knew about. They swept it under the rug until they could not. There was like a big, huge thing at a Pro Bowl and when they were staying at the hotel in the Pro Bowl. And so they had to take action then. But their action at that time was a one-game suspension. And, and, and that physical abuse was greater than what we saw and I think that's the, maybe that's the difference I'm going to co-sign on that that maybe that's the difference as we saw but still the Ray Rice thing to me like, I don't know you just don't spit in a man's face but whatever I'm not even going to get in, in the, into that but nonetheless Josh Brown was suspended for one game but he was re-signed by the Giants for a one-year contract and then obviously people because they kind of swept it under the rug a lot of people didn't know about it and then the more you heard about it then Josh Brown was released from the Giants so Josh Brown has been released from the Giants he is a former New York Giants kicker right currently unemployed but prior to Zeke getting this six game suspension held up um, by Henderson the league suspended Josh for six games this is I, look <laughs> Why? Why would you suspend an unemployed person? So what they want to say is like, oh, when he gets a job somewhere else, then the six game suspension would hold up. He's a kicker. Kickers come a dime a dozen. He's not going to get a job anywhere else. You're just trying to save face 
on a well-documented domestic violence situation against one that your own investigators told you not only was there not enough evidence that he committed this domestic violence, all the injuries she supposedly sustained were from a fight, a bar fight, and there was substantial evidence that she lied. And you suppressed all of that. So then we have to ask for what? Because the only real difference, there's two differences between Zeke and Josh Brown. Zeke is a high-profile player on a high-profile team. Josh is a kicker, which is a low-profile position, but still a high-profile team. So then it comes down to Josh is white, Zeke is black. So if you're trying to make it seem like, oh, the league doesn't see race, which we all would have to know is a complete lie, um, you failed, and you failed miserably. So a judge basically came down with the same same conclusion. Um, and you know, y'all know I mess up names, so let me try real hard to get this man's name right. His last name is Manzant, um, and that judge said um, basically what it came down to. The question before the court is merely, and I'm quoting here, the question before the court is merely whether Elliot received fundamentally fair hearing before the arbitrator? The answer is he did not. The court finds based upon the injunction standard that Elliot was denied a fundamentally fair hearing by Henderson's refusal to allow former girlfriend Tiffany Thompson and Godell to testify at the arbitration hearing. Their absence effectively deprived Elliot of any chance to have a fundamentally fair hearing. Like if you can't cross-examine your accuser, if you can't present evidence to your accuser that says, well, what about this? Then are you really going off of, hey, I think Zeke did this, so I think we should suspend him. There's no, there's no other way. Why? It makes no sense. I don't understand why Roger Godell is receiving this extension on his contract because the man does not know how to do his job. He has been incredibly inconsistent the entire time he has been commissioner. So although I am boycotting the NFL, I am glad to see that in essence, Ezekiel Elliott is going to probably win this case. So, you know, that game is tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. So Timmy B is going to come back with another update on how that game went since I am boycotting. But when we come back, we are going to address what happened to Martellus Bennett's brother, because this is the definition of unacceptable and in an instant just validated everything Colin Kaepernick said, his entire protest, and made everybody else who stood against him or says he's wrong for taking a knee look like total and complete idiots, which makes me kind of giddy. So when we come back, we're going to talk about that. It's your girl, Jerry the Fanatic. Don't forget to follow me on all things social media at Jerry the Fanatic. And you can go to my website, jerrythefanatic.com. Right now, we're going to get into a song from a good friend of mine. This is Jessica Zen Zen, and this song is called Juice Box. Surfing the sheets with my new base. Five from the count, these ain't no hand-me-downs. My bae about to put it down. Y'all's round your neck like a real freak. You're so sweet, I got cake by the pound. Come and give it to me now. He took a lick and said it tastes like cotton candy Ooh, this liquor came in handy, baby You wanna shy? Come and sip, 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 sip on what I got And put your lips between my hips and choose Cause I'm around you like a wave on a morning tide 
social media she's easy to find you can download that song um, and I believe it's for free at least it was it might be getting popular now so maybe you have to pay for it but make sure you check her out there is a video that's coming out for that and when that comes out I'll be be sure to let you know where you can find it but let's real quick get into um, the season opener of the NFL now I have to say that I'm kind of giddy Um, because, you know, like I said, I am in the middle of my NFL boycott. Now, technically, the boycott that I'm on, I'm not even supposed to watch highlights, but that would make this show impossible. So that's not the case. That's not what happened. Um, Definitely watch the highlights. And um, But I am glad to say that the NFL had the lowest ratings for opening season, for an opening game, first game of the opening season in uh, since 2009. So that does my heart some good, especially considering um, what Martellus Bennett's brother went through um, and the fact that Roger Godell has not come forward and validified the protest by Colin Kaepernick. I, f- I feel like any and all financial detriment the league received right now is well-deserved. But we'll talk about that last. Um, But right now, I just want to talk about this blowout that the Kansas City Chiefs did to the Patriots. And I have, from the highlights I've seen, I have to wonder, were, because, you know, I had said, I had posted all over, you know, my social media that now that Edelman was out, like, how are the Patriots going to cheat now that, um, Tom Brady's favorite target was missing in action. Um, But the truth is, is that's not entirely accurate. I do believe that Edelman is Tom Brady's target. However, Brady is fantastic at moving the ball around. He's fantastic about finding hidden talent in, in guys that you didn't even know their name. So that's a running joke that we have. But in essence, I do think Tom Brady is that good of quarterback that can make someone who's not as talented look really good. But at the end of the day, I don't think that this falls on, well, some of it does fall on the offense because Tom Brady did not have one passing touchdown. Um, That's odd for Tom Brady, right? Um, But 
he he and Brandon cooked um, from. He just came over from the Saints. Yeah, he just came over from the Saints last year. He had eleven over a thousand, like eleven hundred yards, eleven seventy three yards. So he's he's going to be dope, and I think that they're going to be great together. He only had three receptions for eighty eight yards on Thursday Thursday's game, but that's okay. Here's the problem. The Patriots passing defense allowed KC to get 17, yeah, 17 passing first downs. That so there's no pass rush. And then there was this one pass where um Alex Smith, okay, because you hear this a lot, you know, catch him in stride, catch him in stride. Play, pay close attention for those of you who are not boycotting. It's rare that a quarterback catches a wide receiver in perfect stride where he doesn't have to slow down or if he doesn't have to speed up or if he doesn't have to overextend in some way to compensate for the miscalculation of the quarterback. There's always that slight, ever so slight glitch where he can't just catch him in stride. That pass, the pass from Alex Smith to Kareem Hunt, was ridiculous. Dude was just, he didn't miss a stride. He didn't, he didn't even really have to try to catch the ball. It fell right in his hands perfectly. He was already at max speed. And then all you had to do was continue at that pace. It was beautiful. So now I'm wondering, are Kansas City Chiefs that good? Now I haven't seen, obviously, you know, we still have the Broncos, the Chargers, the Raiders in that um, AFC West division. So I'm not going to say that I think that the Kansas City is definitely going to take that division right now. I will say that Broncos are probably at the bottom of my list right now because I just have zero faith in Trevor Simeon, even though, you know, people have said that he has um, Peyton Manning-like qualities. I think that's blasphemous. Peyton Manning is my favorite quarterback in the entire world. And no, absolutely not. Take it back. <laughs> but they do have Brock Osweiler back over there who, before he left, I thought had Peyton Manning tendencies, but he's proven me completely wrong. So, you know, we'll see. So I'm really curious as to see, you know, what happens with the Patriots going forward. I don't think that you can really say, you know, oh, one game, there's a huge problem. There is a problem at the amount of points they lost by. I will say that is a problem. And so we will see what happens week two. We're going because now I really want to see the Patriots. Because I'm telling you right now, if the Patriots lose three games in a row, some cheating is going to happen. <laughs> just, just know that if the Patriots go zero and three, they're all of a sudden going to end the season thirteen and three because they're going to cheat. I don't know what they will do. I don't know how they won't get caught at this point. But I'm telling you right now, <laughs> if, the, if the Patriots go zero and three, some cheating's going to happen. So. But again, I am very excited that, um, you know, the numbers were low for the NFL. I hope the numbers continue to decline. And uh, I'm going to tell you why, because up next, we're going to talk about Martellus Bennett and what his brother went through with police. Once again, like I said, validating. And we're going to talk about the fact that Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. And I know some of you say that, oh, it's because he's not a good quarterback. Um, for those of you who say that, I would really question your ability to process data, especially statistical data, because if you could, you would know that's ridiculous to say. And then I would, you know, question your understanding of football. And I would also question, are you speaking out of your privilege? So when we come back, we're going to go to cap watch again. If you're new to this show, if you're easily offended, Go ahead and tap out Stepped now. in the club with a mean model dipping. Uh -huh. Love got me dripping some green bottle yeah. sipping. Yeah. Church, I can't help it if I have a lot of things. Shorty, get low in your apple yeah. bottom jeans. Yeah. Boots 
with the fur, got my Michael J's Haven't had a crush like this since my high school days It's the romance, the slow dance, the talk in the street It's the way we hold hands when we walk on the beach I can't remember the last time I had somebody Make me feel like fairy tales of happy endings Tell me am I dreaming, yeah Are you really here with me? Cause you've got me gone, it's been so long Since I had somebody make me feel this way I can't deny Baby boy, you got me sprung And I am, oh, I don't know what to do So tell me, honey, baby, cause you the real guys who would make a difference. Someone, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. This is a problem among white people, not black people. Black people haven't made progress. Uh, can you treat us more like regular people, like normal? Can we be human beings? That's not the issue. So some white stars need to get involved. It ain't going to be Goodell. Okay, I had to I had to play that to start this segment and um, for a lot of different reasons. Um First and foremost, you know, on this show specifically, um, I tend to, you know, by my uh, Caucasian listeners, specifically on the mainland, get accused of um, being a racist. First and foremost, let's understand that word. Um, I can be prejudiced, but I cannot be racist. Um, and I know white people hate when black people say that. Black people cannot be racist. In order to be racist, you have to have some type of control over economic, social, judicial, educational systems in order to oppress another group of people. As a whole, especially given our numbers, um, we do not have the economical, judicial, educational, social control to be racist. We can be prejudiced. We can be mad as hell. We can be completely over it. And we can, sometimes if you accuse me of being a separatist, I would co-sign co on that. Because I do understand, you know, why some people would think that. Obviously, though, um, what I have said, and I have never said that I think, you know, people will argue this. I have never said that I think that all white people are racist. I have never said that. Um, and I'm only addressing this for those of you who are listening, who have DM'd me and said that I have said this. I Please, I implore you to go back and listen to every single podcast I have said. I have said one thing and I'm going to stick to that. Obviously, um, Caucasian people make up the majority of the United States population. What I have said was, is I believe that the majority of the majority are racist. <laughs> now, I understand that you might not think that that is better, but we are in a time where 62% of white men and 52% of white women voted for a racist based on their racist ideals. Right. So 62 percent, that's a majority. Fifty two percent. That is a majority, a majority. I am not talking about, 
you know, the other percentage of people. I'm not talking about the Max Kellerman who clearly gets it. I'm not talking about the Skip Bayless who clearly get it. I am not talking about these players, these these people or these players who have stood in solidarity with these other players that are protesting. I'm not talking about these people. I am talking about the vast majority of white people who expect black people to honor a national anthem that was written when we weren't even considered human beings, when we were enslaved and being brutalized and raped and murdered barbarically when that song was written, okay? That's what you're asking us to stand for, despite the fact that Martellus Bennett's brother just experienced exactly why Colin Kaepernick protest. Like you guys skip over that whole thing and expect us to honor a song that had nothing. I need you to understand that. Nothing to do with us when we were written. We were property when that song was written. I don't really understand why black people ever stand up. Here too, hence and forevermore. I don't know why. Because theoretically, that song was written by a racist, a born-again racist, who said we should never have rights. So if you really, really, really believe that this land was based on equality, then you should change the song. Uh-oh, did I say it? I did. You should change the song. And you should stop asking us to honor something that, again, was written when we were considered just like your TV. That's how much value was placed on our lives. So... There's that. Martellus Bennett, if you don't know, please Google it. His brother was in Vegas for the, I believe, the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Shots were fired. Him and a whole bunch of other people ran off, you know, out of fear. Most of us tend to run when we hear gunshots. He was thrown to the ground. A gun was placed in his head, on his head. And then another cop comes up and puts his knee on the back of his back where he can't move. He's finding it hard to breathe. And they tell him if he moves, he will blow his head off. This is how you know we live in a very different world as black people because we don't know who he is. We don't know what disciplinary actions are coming of this. But that nurse who (laughs) was wrongfully arrested, that man was immediately fired. I believe that chief is black though too, so for that police department. So, okay, maybe that's why too. But the fact of the matter is, is we live in an entirely different America. Now, this is where I really despise Roger Godell and the NFL. Even if you co-sign on this completely statistical, inaccurate narrative that Colin Kaepernick is not a good quarterback, You cannot use that as a reason to deny the validity of his protest. And Roger Godell should have come out and he should have said, yes, this is a problem in our country. I respect this young man for protesting in this way. It's a silent, nonviolent protest, right? There's a thing like y'all just don't want us to say nothing. Y'all just wanted us to just grin and bear it. I get it. Because it's always been like that. Y'all did the same thing in the 60s. You wanted us to grin and bear it then. And for those of y'all who keep asking what Martin Luther King think, don't know because you killed him. But let's just move on from there. So it's a it's a silent, nonviolent protest for very, very, very valid reasons. So you either don't care what happens to us. And that's what I, I totally think that. I totally think that the majority of the majority could care less. They could care less that if every day seven black men were unarmed, sitting in their car, shot in the head by a cop. I truly in my heart of hearts believe that. And I haven't seen any any indication that the majority of the majority think otherwise. There's 
absolutely no indication. None. That's just, And so here's the thing. So when you guys keep calling the black players who are taking a knee an embarrassment, they're not the embarrassment. The ones, those of you who continue to pretend like this isn't a problem, you're the embarrassment because you continue to hang on to your privilege, which has made you incapable of tapping into your humanity. And that's embarrassing. You should be very embarrassed by that. But let's just go ahead and look at this argument about is Colin Kaepernick a good quarterback, okay? So the last time he played, um, he played 11 games, just 11 games, right? His um, quarterback rating was, or his completion rating was 59.2%. He threw for 16 touchdowns, four interceptions, and had two rushing touchdowns, okay? So Blake Bortles, who currently has a job, played all 16 games, 58.9% completion rate, threw for 23 touchdowns, 16 interceptions, 16. Okay, so Colin's already got Blake Bortles beat. Let's look at Carson Wentz. Now, I've been running around here telling everybody Carson Wentz was the truth. Y'all remember that. Like, I love Carson Wentz. I don't know why, but I do love me some Carson Wentz. He also played um, 16 games, 62% completion rate, threw for 16 touchdowns. That's the exact same number of touchdowns Colin Kaepernick threw for, but he threw for 14 interceptions, 14. So the net value of this man is two touchdowns. What? Okay. Cam Newton. Y'all know I love me some Cam Newton. He's in the sunken place right now, but I love me some Cam Newton. 14 games he played, 52.9% completion rate. Okay. That's lower. That's lower than Cam's completion rate. Three for 19 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. I can't with y'all. I can't. Trevor Simeon, the one that y'all keep saying is, please stop saying that because Peyton Manning really is my favorite quarterback in the entire world. I need y'all to stop saying that. He played for 14 games, 59.5% completion rate, 18 touchdowns he he threw for and 10 interceptions and didn't rush for anything. On top of that, Colin Kaepernick is better than Josh McCowan, Brian Hoyer, Jay Cutler, and Brock Osweiler if you're just looking at statistical data. So I am just confused. All these people have jobs. So if you're saying, and then you'll say that, that, here's the other argument that I love. You'll say, well, he doesn't want to play backup. That's a lie. He was on record saying he looked forward to backing up Russell Wilson in Seattle. So clearly he started as a backup. Why would you think he wouldn't be a backup now? He's never said that. These are things that you are just throwing out there to validate your hypocrisy and your your hatred for the fact that the man stood for truth. Okay. That's all you're doing. And I need you to own that. Own it. I mean, if you're going to run out here and be privileged and racist, own it. Be real with it. You know what I mean? Be like Joel Osteen. Just don't open your churches. You know what I mean? Just just, just be hypocritical as hell and just let your hypocrite flag fly. But he doesn't have a job because the majority of the majority does not care what happens to black people? The majority of the majority do not want us to bring awareness to issues that affect us. The majority of the majority wants to continue to walk around in their privilege and not have to understand that we live as black people in a completely different America than you do. At this point, like I have to wonder, is is my love affair with the NFL even over? Because at this point, if you do, if Colin Kaepernick gets a job, then it is kind of like Joel Olstein. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not that you did it out of the kindness of your heart. You know, God didn't change his mind. Twitter did. <laughs> so that's what D.L. Hughley said. It's a thousand percent right. Humanity and 
empathy and trying to make the world a better place for every single America, every single person in America is not going to be the reason why Colin Kaepernick gets a job in the NFL. It's going to be this continual racial divide and lack of ratings, which is not going to be a genuine reason to give him a job. It's just not because you waited too long now. You waited too long. You let us know in no uncertain terms that you don't care. So anything you do from this point forward is going to be just based on dollars. And we get it because, again, slavery didn't end because of humanity. It ended for economic reasons. You guys need to go back and see some quotes from Lincoln, he specifically said he could care less about freeing the slave. If he could never free the slave and keep the union together, that's what he would have done. And that is the exact same time we live in. If we can continue to get murdered by police unjustly and it not cause conversation, y'all would be cool with it. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. If I'm wrong, prove me wrong. I I don't know how you would do it at this point, but if I'm wrong, I would love the majority to step up and prove me wrong, but you can't do it because you've had your chance and you won't, which is why I think black people, I'm very disappointed in the number of black people who have not protest. Um, And again, I know everyone's like, well, why don't, why not the players? Why shouldn't the players protest? I'm going to say this again. I don't think the players need to boycott the NFL. That is their job. This podcast, this is our job. This is what we do. However, I do think you still need to continue to be vocal. I do think you need to take a knee. You need to do whatever you need to do to let people know, yo, this, this game y'all are playing where this isn't valid. It's a lie and we're not going to let it stand. So that's my stance. Go ahead and let us know what you think. You can comment below. You can comment on jraythefanatic.com on our comment page, or you can follow me on all things social media, jraythefanatic. You can follow Timmy B at It's Timmy B. Let us know what you think, because I would love to see some sort of dramatic change. I don't think I will in my lifetime, but I would love to see it. But we're going to come back midweek, let you know how Sunday's games go. Timmy B is going to come back with another update, and I'm going to be back here right with you next Saturday. It's your girl, J-Ray the Fanatic, and we will see y'all next week. (laughs) 